Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness Podcast with your host Lauren Dickner. And today's episode is taken from the Millennial App Podcast. So if you want to hear the full episode, make sure to head to the Millennial App Podcast that you can find on absolutely every that you can find on absolutely every single podcast provider, whether you use iTunes podcast app, whether you use Android Stitcher, or whether you use Spotify or anything else, you can find it there. So head to Millennial Air. And by the way, this episode is amazing. It's talking all about how to get the best brand deals and what it takes in order to stand out within the fitness industry to get these brand deals. Kazana is a Adidas Global Ambassador. She's worked with some incredible brands. So we spill all. And by the way, I also have a free video training that's a four-part video training and I'm also going to be having something coming out very soon that's all about how to get the best brand campaigns and all that stuff so I've left that all linked in the show notes make sure to sign up for it you're going to love this episode and I think you will love the full episode over on Millennial so make sure to go subscribe to that and I'll see you in the next episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast or the Millennial podcast whichever one you choose to tune into And I know that you work with a lot of awesome brands. So how did you get into all of that? Did they contact you? Did you contact them? How did it all begin for Zana? Well, I used to contact everyone. Like, I remember, I remember literally going into shops. Because basically, I was like, I want to be a blogger. I want to work with brands. I want to start earning money from this because other people are earning money. So I was like, I want to make this work. Um, so I started going into shops. I remember I went to London for the first time, um, after I got into fitness and I went into Whole Foods and I looked at all the brands. I wrote down all the brands names and emailed all of them and was like, hi, I'm a blogger. I have 5,000 followers. Can we work together? (laughs) Literally reached out to everyone. And I'd say 98% of them said no. And the the 2% sent me some free stuff. Didn't get any paid work. But at least I was putting my name out there. So I'd say for the first like few years, I was just like emailing brands. And it wasn't like some copy and paste email. It was like personalized for that brand, trying to make them want to work with me. And like, I'm not ashamed to say that. I think people are like, oh, brands come to you, brands come to you. Yeah, they do come to me now because I've been doing this for five, six years. But when I first started out, they didn't. And I chased it. I chased it. Yeah, exactly. And be proud of that because, you know, you're putting in the work. I for sure as hell did as well. And even now to this day, if I see a brand that looks cool, I'll still email them. So let's talk about how you went about actually creating an email. Like what's, what's the coolest brand that has replied to an email that you've actually achieved a collaboration with, if you don't mind saying? Adidas. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So what did you say? How let's break this email down. Like how did you go about doing it? Cause I think this is something that's going to be so valuable to people and they can even take notes as you break this down because it's going to be so helpful. Well, it changed over time because Adidas happened when I was at about, I don't know, 60,000 followers. Um, and I had started to become a bit more established in the industry, but I basically, my friend Tally had, had had a meeting with Adidas and I was like, people are having meetings with Adidas. I was like, Oh my God, Adidas is starting to work with bloggers. I want to work with Adidas. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm now a global ambassador for Adidas. So it ended up turning out all right. Um, so I, <laughs> I sent them this email being like, 
hi. No, firstly, I asked Tally. I said, Tally, can I have Adidas's email? Forever grateful to Tally. Thank you, Tally. Um, <laughs> he said, yeah, here's the email. And I slid into the emails and just basically introduced myself, told them about who I am, what I do. And when you approach a brand, it's more about what you can do for them than what they can do for you. That's what I always say. It's always about like, hey, I think your brand is amazing for this reason. And this is what I think we could do together. To be fair, when I approached Adidas, it was more just like, hi, I want to meet you. Um, But back in the day when I used to do a lot of brand approaches, it was all about, hey, I'm Zana. This is a little bit about me, not too much. Don't want to toot my own horn. This is what I like about you. And this is what I think I can do for you. I can make this content for you. I can do this for you, blah, 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 blah. So when you approach a brand, guys, it's all about what you can do for them. When I approached Adidas, it was just, hi, this is me. I think you're great. Can we have a meeting? Um, And I didn't know what the hell I was going to say in this meeting. I just wanted to meet them. And I went into their, luckily they said yes. Um, I went into their HQ in London and just met with the team. And and they basically gave me some free kit. And I was like, right, they've given me kit. They know who I am. I'm going to take this and freaking run with it. So I hired a photographer, which is completely unnecessary, but I was like, I want to, I want to impress them. So then I got loads of photos taken in my kit, started posting it on my Instagram. Um, and then clearly they saw that they started like, basically they said, Oh, do you want to start hosting some events first, doing some shoots first? All of this was unpaid. I was like, yeah, that's cool. It's Adidas. I'll do anything. So I was doing whatever they wanted me to do. And then I remember the first paid job I got was this thing called the X. And they had this big event space in the shape of an X for the Ultra Boost X or Pure Boost X trainer. Oh. Pure Boost X trainer. Oh, the, yeah. the Ultra Boosts are the, the best. The other one. The other one. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a new one called Solar Boost and I wear them every day. And they're right. amazing. Well, I'm going to have to invest now. <laughs> <laughs> they are Better than Ultra Boost X, just oh my gosh, no, surely not. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the launch of the Pure Boost X, um, and it was this big X in Victoria Park in London. And I taught some classes for them, and I got paid. And I was like, oh my god, Adidas have just paid me to do something for them. And every time I've done something for them since then, I've always gone above and beyond what they've wanted. And I feel like that is that's something that I've done with any brand that I've wanted to develop a relationship with like yeah I might be contracted to do one Instagram story one Instagram post blah 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 but if I really like that brand and I want to work with them and I want them to want to work with me again then I'm going to go above and beyond that because I want to um and I remember with Adidas I always went above and beyond what I was contracted to do which some people might not agree with but I just wanted to make them happy and anyway it ended up being happy because now we work together on a quite a cool basis so yeah yeah I love that no no it's really it's so much value in there Zana and I think the audience are going to take a lot away from it so let's maybe think about when is it a good idea to work for free and when is it stupid to work for free because I know for sure I still get brands contact me today and I'm sure you do as well asking you to make posts for free so how how do you judge when it's going to be a good option or when it's not It depends where you are on your journey, I think. And it depends where you are financially. It depends where you are with the size of your audience. It depends what your goals are. Like, I think that the choice is personal to you. Um, For me now, I still do a few different things for free. I do a lot of travel stuff for free because I just want to travel the world. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do that for free. Um, Because I just want to see somewhere new. 
but like actual brand work I don't really do anything for free anymore just because that's my actual job um and you've also you've also been there and you have done it so back then yeah back then how did you determine what you do for free and not that that's kind of what I mean because obviously now yeah like you said it's your full-time job you have a huge audience and actually something that I quickly want to say is like something that I think is massively misinterpreted is that every single time you post something you're getting paid to do it like let's just say I post some proper corn on my Instagram story because I bloody love proper corn like I'm not getting paid to do that you know so um what's your stance on that as well yeah people always think I'm getting paid to post whatever I post and I'm like no I I post brands all the time even though they're not paying me um just because I want to support them and especially if it's like a small startup brand which is independent if I find them and they haven't approached me I will happily post living daylights out of them it sounds really random but there's like a sauerkraut company (laughs) which is based in London and I eat their sauerkraut all the time and I always tag them and I'm like I just want to support them because it's handmade in London and it's not packaged in plastic and it's just such a nice brand and people are like, are you sponsored by this freaking sauerkraut company? I'm like, no, yeah. I just like them, okay? <laughs> but no, like, anyway, off topic. Back in the day, um, it depends on if you want to work with that brand long term. Like, yeah, I, I love that, yeah. For, for Adidas, because I was in it for the long game, you know? Yeah, so, no, for sure, definitely. Like, you just got to think, do you think this brand is going to want to work with you in the future? And also, if you're like, at the beginning of your journey and you're still growing find a brand and grow with them you know so like if they're maybe don't have budget now but you think that they're going to be big in the future you think they're going to explode work with them now and then you can both grow together and maybe in the future they'll have budget and they'll say hey guess what finally we have budget let's do this together um like and also as i said i still do stuff now for free just because i like brands if you really like a brand just do it you know Mm. and like Oh my god, I have so much to say about this. But yeah. Keep going. Come on then. Let's do it. Let's see you. <laughs> I also just think like the biggest thing people that I believe about working with brands is just be easy to work with. And I have heard a lot of stories about bloggers who are really hard to work with, right? Who they get a deadline, they deliver it two weeks later. They like they don't give up what they're supposed to give. I had a meeting with a travel PR company on Wednesday um, and they were saying Zana you're literally one of the best bloggers I'm just to my own horn here <laughs> um, you're literally one of the best bloggers we've ever worked with because you will do a trip for us and you'll post the blog post the day that you get back she's like I'm chasing people for blog posts two years later like people just don't deliver and this oh company mate this is they've sent me to freaking Cambodia to a private island before and I'm like, if you're going to send me to places like that, I am going to over deliver because you can give me opportunities which I could never give myself. I could never afford to fly myself to Cambodia to a private island. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm like, if you're going to give me opportunities which I value, I am going to over deliver. I want to be easy to work with. I'm going to reply to your emails quickly. I'm going to give you content which you really want. And if you tell me that you want me to do a blog post, I'm going to do a blog post and a vlog because I want you to be impressed I want you to want to come back and work with me um and that's what I've always done and I always get nice feedback this travel PR who I spoke to on Wednesday she was like PR people talk to each other so if you're hard to work with they're going to tell the other PR companies that 
So if you're easy to work with, they're going to tell the other PR companies that. So be easy to work with, deliver your content ahead of time and just be nice. Like yeah. it never hurts to be nice. <laughs> no, I seriously, I couldn't agree more. That's so funny that you say that because I'll always get replies from brands being like, oh my gosh, you replied so quickly. Thank you so much. And I'm just like, I always reply this fast. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm a little bit OCD about making sure that my inbox isn't totally full, but that's another story. And also another thing is like, I used to work in influencer marketing at an influencer marketing agency. And we did business with PR companies and other marketing agencies. And so like you said, we all talk to each other and it's not like people are bitching about bloggers or anything, but if a blogger isn't good to work with, you're going to tell the other brand or the other marketing agency because you don't want them to get a bad collaboration going. Then we spoke about a few more things, but that's in the Millennial Air podcast. So go listen to that full episode there. And let's just finish off this episode by talking about what it takes in order to get these best brand deals. Have a brand which has a purpose, has a meaning, is authentic. Because if you want to work with a big brand who you respect, they need to respect you. I think it's really important to stay legit. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's easy to gain followers for doing maybe booty workouts every single day. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with booty workouts, like don't get me wrong. But if you're wanting to work with a brand like Adidas... Mm-hmm. then you likely on and especially I also think maybe it's quality of post as well I've always noticed that people who maybe they don't get as many followers as the people who are doing the booty workouts but they get to work with these incredible awesome brands for example what, like what you're doing Zana you have really high quality images um and that's something that you know you might have to work with a photographer to get these photos maybe you know you could have an instagram boyfriend or like you could ask one of your friends to take the photos for you but i think that's really important and this is something that i've started doing recently because i used to do selfies all the time and that was like everything that i was about even when i got my iphone x i was like yes i'm sorted for life i can take selfies on portrait mode but when i actually switched to having my photos really like that high quality type image. Yeah, sure. Maybe I didn't get as much engagement because I wasn't constantly posting my apps. But at the same time, I actually started getting better. I don't know. It depends on your definition of better, but brands that were more aligned with my message contacting me. So I think that that was something that was um, really quite interesting. But Zana, I know. Yeah. So I think that's really, really true. I think that's so true. And also I think, um, no, Brain fart. It's fine. We can edit it. You can leave that in if you want. It's great. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> freestyle. On, I, like, I like a freestyle on a podcast. <laughs> so maybe, okay, some other important things for Brett working with brands. Like, I think um, you'll agree with me on this. They have to align with you and your morals. Like, I'm not going to work with a skinny tea company because I've, I've publicly and openly said skinny teas are a load of shite, which they are both literally and figuratively. Um, but I think, yeah, there's multiple other things that I think you need to consider when you do work with a brand. Um, what would you say some of those are as well? I'd say, yeah, like just make sure that you're not going back on anything that you've said, not going back on your beliefs. Like, so for me now I talk a lot about single use plastic Um, And in the past, I've worked with brands (coughs) where the packaging was single-use plastic because I didn't talk about it. So I I didn't know what I was doing. Um, But now I can't work with a brand if their product is in single-use plastic. Um, So I did a deal like two years ago with a drinks company (coughs) which used single-use plastic bottles. And back then, I wasn't talking about plastic, so that's fine. But I would never do that deal now. 
um, even though the brand is lovely and they were great to work with, um, it doesn't align with my beliefs anymore. So it's just making sure that you do things which are authentic to you. Um, and also just making sure that when you are working with a brand that you retain as much creative control as possible. Um, because I get a lot of brands coming to me and saying, Zana, we want to do this. And they'll send me this like seven page brief and it's exactly this, 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 this. And you're going to say this, this, this. And I'm like, no. Um, so, <laughs> so I go back and I say, Hey, would you mind if maybe I made this more relevant to my content by turning it into a workout video <clears throat> where I put this in the caption or blah, 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 like made it more legit and related to what I actually post. And if they say no, it's not going to work. So I have to make sure that they allow me to adapt the content to be relevant to my audience because I get a lot of approaches from things which actually I do use. For example, I got approached by a company which I do use and it was about their body moisturizer. And they said, can you do a video of you putting the body moisturizer on your legs and put it on your Instagram? I'm like, I look, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I use your moisturizer and I respect your brand, but that is a very irrelevant piece of content for my audience. Um, and they're like, well, that's what you have to do. I'm like, well, I, I, I can't. Um, and even though I genuinely love the brand and I would happily work with them, I can't do the content because it's not relevant to me and it wouldn't get as much engagement as I know it would if I did something else which is more like my usual content well so, I mean it might get it might get some engagement but it might be some, <laughs> some funky men <laughs> yeah it might become some very interesting men but um no it's like you really and that was hard for me to say no to right it's very hard for me to say no to because I love the brand but you've got to make sure that it's right for you in all elements not just that it's a brand that you love but that it's worth your time, that they respect you, respect them, and then also that the content is relevant to you and your audience. So that is that for today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast. Make sure you go over to the Millennialaire podcast and you hit subscribe on that because if you like this episode, you are going to love the episodes there. It's a little bit different to the type of content that you may have listened to on the Business Meets Fitness podcast before. But if you're someone who's wanting to reach the top of your game and to just become as successful as you possibly can be, then you will love the Millennial Lab podcast and everything that there is to come. So I'll see you there. Make sure to hit subscribe on that because you will not regret it. Just listen to a few episodes to see what you think and I'll see you there. Bye.